Nebraska basketball last night, 85-70 winners. Winners over Indiana. Uh, funniest part of last night. So, we, we like to, honestly, it's kind of fun. And I'm sure this is kind of how people look at Nebraska football sometimes as well. Indiana, this classic blue blood. They have high expectations of themselves, and they have sometimes high expectations, um, I guess, outsize expectations of what their team is at any given moment. I look at that team this year, and I say, ooh, not, not, not a lot of weapons, not a lot of guys that I'm scared of, except for Ware, I suppose, um, who, who seems like a pretty good player but definitely didn't do anything. In the first half yesterday, against uh, against Nebraska, Indiana four of twenty one from three. Not gonna cut it. Last night, no, nope, that's that's not very good. Ten over, ten turnovers. Like if they weren't scoring at the rim, they weren't really doing much of anything um, last night. But so it's a it's a program that thinks a lot of itself and has has been there and done that before. But as of recently, maybe not so much. And so. Regardless of how good the teams are, Nebraska is objectively a better team than Indiana this year. Regardless of how good the teams are, there is a inherent expectation of Indiana basketball that they will not get 20-balled or 30-balled by Nebraska on their home court at Assembly Hall, sure. which was, it was looking that way for a while. It was a 20-point lead at half for Nebraska. And so they go into the locker room, and they don't like the performance, and they say, Boo! Have you ever seen the home team get booed by their own student section headed into the locker room at halftime? After getting, you know, Nebraska was playing really well. Indiana was playing, like I said, objectively poorly. But (laughs) getting beat by a better team at halftime, and they say boo. No, thank you. That's pretty funny. I... That's that's TBS, pretty funny, <laughs> or very funny, or whatever their catchphrase is. Yeah. What are we gonna do with Indiana basketball? Are we sure that Mike Woodson is not gonna get fired? Ah, uh, that was a pretty visceral reaction. Also, why is uh, Chris Tucker friends with Mike Woodson? I you, what's, what's you, going on there? You said this on Twitter, and I agree. I cannot thank Kevin Kugler enough for explaining that. Because I would, it would have driven me up the wall all night. Why was Chris Tucker there? Why was they, Chris, why made, will no one tell me why Chris Tucker was there? So apparently, and I didn't, I didn't see any video of this, but apparently, he was um, the the halftime performance was my my favorite halftime performance. Steve Max, the Simon Says guy. Oh, that's your guy. Yeah. And, and apparently, Chris Tucker was out there playing Simon Says with everybody as well. And they made <laughs> Kevin made brief mention of that. And then, and then they finally showed him, and he was hyping up people. And I'm like, "What's going on here?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, he's friends with Mike Woodson." And then that just raised more questions for me. Uh, How is Chris Tucker and Mike Woodson friends? Jacob had a pretty good answer on Twitter. He said they probably know each other from both of them spending time in Atlanta. Sure. At at the same time, but becoming good friends. I I, I don't know. Is he just in town for the night? Just like, hey, why don't you come out to a basketball game and hype some people up? I was trying to look for some connection to Indiana somewhere along the way. I don't know. Whatever it was, it was hilarious. Hilarious there at uh, Assembly Hall last night. Uh, What a great first half. 
for Nebraska basketball. Let it, let it slip away. So there's, you know, good teams, NCAA tournament teams, they have these great moments and then they also have these these inherent kind of flaws. Like they're they're good basketball teams generally, but they also have these flaws in them as well. So you saw all the good stuff in the first half. Casey Tominaga is on a heater. Nebraska's at their best when Casey Tominaga is on a heater. Um, because everything under the sun's going in. Hey, would he have 18 at halftime? Jamarcus Lawrence, the Jamarcus Lawrence Assance continues. He's been a different guy for the last three, four games here. Great phrase coined by you. Thank you. I appreciate that. But he's aggressive and he's confident and he is he has really, really made a difference for this team. And maybe you could depend on him for some ancillary shot making down the stretch. Obviously, you know, last night was was really good for him. Um, where he ended up with what? Let's see. Mr. Lawrence, 19 on 6 of 8 and 5 of 5 from 3. So you're not going to get that every, and 6 boards, by the way, and 5 assists and 1 turnover. You're not going to get that every night from Jamarcus, but I mean, that's what Nebraska's asking for. In the absence of real, like, I got to, you know, I can depend on this guy type of dudes. They have guys that can hit spurts. Williams was good last night. Gary was good last night. Casey was really good in the first half last night. Mast was kind of a no-show because, you know, some of the stuff that Indiana does in the middle, he's sort of neutralized a little bit. That's okay. That's going to happen. But in the absence of that, you need some guys to, you know, kind of elevate their game. It's the same thing with Creighton the other night. Um, they get some ancillary scoring from guys who probably just weren't, they haven't really been baked into the cake of getting points this year for Creighton. Jamarcus Lawrence with 19 is gigantic. If you can get a spurt from Sam Hoiberg, if you can get a great another great spurt from C.J. Wilcher like they did against Purdue in, in Wisconsin, they're going to have good chances to win those games. So they have to do it as a team. And so the problem when you have to when you have to do it in system and as a team is that when you get out of system and, and when you do get pressured a little bit and things got really tight, three-point game on the road, you've been you're fighting the demons of all these road games in the past. You know, things get ugly pretty quick. They don't have a a creator, right? Or you're you're relegated to the creation being Tomonaga hopefully making a step back, you know, crazy three-point shot, which sometimes goes in, right? But credit to them, they they steadied they calmed the waters last night, and they figured it out down the stretch. Bryce Williams with his defense was really good. That chase down block was awesome. Um, and they found a way to sort of, whether it was get to the free throw line or get the shot that they wanted and put them in, Nebraska basketball gets their elusive road victory last night. There are some that are claiming that Nebraska is certainly an NCAA tournament team now. Um, it. Obviously looks really good for him. Kempom says 71% against Minnesota, 48% against Ohio State, 76% against Rutgers, and 63% against Michigan. That would be 22. But if you go if you go three and one down the stretch, you'd feel very good about yourself. If you go two and two down the stretch, you're gonna have to probably be, you know, you're concerned a little bit. But it always depended on where the wins came from. And so getting that road win, I think, calmed a lot of people down just just from the mental perspective, hey, right, we can do this. We can find this. We asked it. We asked it of Robin yesterday. I felt like that's why that game was big, 
And it honestly worked out perfectly for them because they played this great first half. It kind of felt Minnesota-y, and then it started to slide away, slide away, slide away, but they found an answer. They worked through that adversity. Um, so it was a really good win for Nebraska last night on the road, just internally. The like the metrics say it's what a quad two and you know like whatever it might be. I I don't I don't know how much better I feel today about the quality of basketball Nebraska is playing, mm-hmm. but obviously the resume improves, and that's you know that's what I was talking about a little bit in the crossover. We've gotten gotten a little bit too deep into the into the metrics, and for good reason. Like they're on the bubble, and you're going to be dependent on what your metrics look like, but everything but, matters when e- you're on the bubble. Everything yeah. matters. And, you know, but this was a hump that Nebraska, I think, internally, mentally needed to get over. And they did it yeah. last night. Because if they had lost that game or blown that lead in that way and ended up losing that game, we definitely would have came on the radio today and said, oh, you need it. It's oh, yeah. gut check time. It would have been a full freakout show. Right. and For sure. You, I think it was you that said it earlier today. If if we're if we're going to say it solidifies their tournament path with a win, it would have narrowed it with a loss, right? Or whatever you say. Yeah, if if it widens if if the road to the 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 yellow brick road of the NCAA tournament, if you just view it as literally that a road, um it widens with a win, it narrows with a loss. And that's that's basically what happened for Nebraska. Roads, roads. We're talking about roads. Roads. On this show. It's one of those funny words. So, I expect a good crowd at home on on Sunday. Um, but I don't know. I've been saying the same thing all all year long. I think the great thing about it is maybe not person to person, guy to guy, because of the way that they have to win games. But they're they're generally a pretty consistent basketball team that you know what to expect from them. Obviously, they have these kind of wild swings between first half and second half. Maybe their consistency is is somewhere break baked into their inconsistency mm-hmm. a little bit. But we have a pretty good I- idea of what to expect. And when you have that, it's they're they're kind of easy to project. So, um, is it possible that they slip up in in one or two of these final four? Sure, um, and that would hurt the resume. But man, they, you know, that is an NCAA tournament team at this moment. I I, I think it's pretty from the guy who wanted to cancel them in December. I think it's yeah. What are we gonna do with you, Josh? Pretty well, sir. I'm probably gonna have to dress up like Harry Potter for one of these shows coming up. Interesting. What would that entail? I don't know. Like like a cloak and a scarf? You'll have to get one of the lightning tattoos on your head. I will not be doing that. Maybe we could do some marker that will rub off. You don't want me to get you a 25-cent lightning tattoo? Oh, like a temporary tattoo? Like yeah. A rub- yeah, okay, that'd be fine. That's, uh, we're, all, we're just asking for one day. Would 100% do that? I'm sorry. I would do that. Um, I would I would put forth the money to get you a temp tattoo. I appreciate that. Of a lightning bolt on your head. And maybe like a cloak and a wand or something like that. Do but, I need to go wig? Yeah, I've never seen a I've never seen a buzz cut Harry buzz Potter. Buzz Harry Potter? Yeah. <laughs> what if Hogwarts was a military school? Hear me out. <laughs> so yeah, Josh, you might have to pay for some of these things. Okay. Your transgressions. Okay. Gosh, Boy, sh- are you happy that I saved you earlier. Gosh, it'd be a shame if they had nothing to show for it. Mm. Still leaving that out there, aren't you? I'm just telling you I'm laying in the weeds. 
Yeah, Josh is ready to pounce. I'm going to strike like a viper as when many, the time is right. So we'll, we'll talk more about Nebraska basketball as we go on throughout the show, but I, I think the big takeaway from them right now is the Jamarcus Lawrence Assange. Mm-hmm. And him, him change, you know, just as we were talking about with Creighton, like with, with Ashworth sort of bringing something consistent to the table and changing their trajectory a little bit, it's, it's pretty similar with Jamarcus Lawrence. Him, you know, the move to the bench is, has allowed him the ability to come out kind of firing. He's just, they're just a better team when they're, I mean, obviously they're a better team when they're aggressive. You know, their their personnel man to man probably doesn't, you know, it, it it's middle of the pack in the Big Ten. But if they're able to put it all together on on a given night and they're able to play as a team and they get consistent performances from these guys, then yeah, they're they're like a top four Big Ten team, which is the way that they're trending right now. A look at the Big Ten standings. Purdue, twelve and three, they're gonna win the league. Illinois loses at Penn State last night. They're ten and five. Wisconsin has been slipping and slipping and slipping and slipping, and they play tonight, right? Uh, no, they don't play till Tuesday. Excuse me. They they beat Maryland on Tuesday. They are ten and six. Northwestern is nine and six. Nebraska and Michigan State are nine and seven. So Nebraska and Michigan State a half of a game behind Northwestern at this point, who finishes with Michigan tonight. Maryland, Iowa, Michigan State, and Minnesota. So there still is a Northwestern Michigan State game in there that somebody will take a loss in. Nebraska, I think, is trending in the right direction um, for to be right on that edge of the old double bye. Now we get into the conversation of now curses and things like that and things that people are or aren't interested in. Now, Nebraska basketball in their time in the Big Ten has had two double byes two times. They've been the four seed. And they have not fared well in the uh, in the old quarterfinal when they've gotten to that point as the four seed in the conference. With the loss in 2014, they still ended up making the NCAA tournament. And then 17-18, when they didn't end up making the NCAA tournament, they got in as the four seed, and then they got drilled by Michigan, a team that that drilled that they drilled earlier in the season. I'm not interested. In, I don't care about the curses. I don't care about any of that stuff. Get me as high of a seed as we could possibly get. And um, and then you sort of go from there. Um, by the way, get a little little color here from uh, from Bigelow. Uh, Nebraska fans would probably, well, no, sorry, let's go to the next one. If Nebraska wants a double buy, they're big Purdue fans. Boilers close the year with Michigan State, Illinois, and Wisconsin. So big finish for them. That's part of the uh, advantage of not being picked all that highly in the Big Ten. You kind of have a, a weaker schedule to finish things out, and that's where Nebraska is at right now. Okay, uh, quick timeout. We're a little overdue here for a break. Jacob Adil is up next. We'll talk about the Jays, their big win the other night, and what's up next for them in a final four games of their regular season. Coming up on the Connor Hamper Show in 1620 The Zone.